Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, episode 21. We are the podcast that doesn't learn from our mistakes. Yes, we hated the first Twilight movie, but we're back talking about the second one. We're very, very sorry to ourselves and to everybody else. But joining me tonight, I have a very special series of guests. First of all, he's so emo that even when he's depressed, he still plucks his eyebrows into an upside-down V. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Hey there. I'm really excited to be here. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, clearly you can hear from my voice. I'm, I'm just ecstatic. Thank you. <laughs> also joining us tonight, he's got such a perfect screen presence, he can brighten any movie simply by leaving it for an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, Ezra. I get paid to not be in all the movies that, you have, that you've seen. And that's why they're all so much better than the ones you're in. That's, that's really <laughs> incredible. Great work. Also tonight, I am your host. Every head wound that I see is just another opportunity for me to take off my shirt. My name is Alex. <laughs> Here, let me dab that for you with my underwear. <laughs> I love that so much. Just, the stripping doctor, I think, is a really, really great idea. <laughs> That's where our healthcare dollars should be going. <laughs> Luckily, my G-string's made of gauze. Let's do this. Wasting all my money, all my time, all the time. All right, let's talk about the movie itself, because it was still not a good movie. So the first thing that we should do, we should, we should summarize the movie and make sure everyone's on the same page of exactly what happened. And Chris, you're normally our resident summarizer, but you sent me this email this morning saying you couldn't on the, at the last second because you were hanging out with a gang of motorcycle riding rapists. Is that right? And yeah, and you lucked out. No one took advantage of you, but they did pickpocket you <laughs> and make off your summaries. Is that, is that what well, happened? Yeah. What you got to understand is when you're riding and you're on, a, on the back of a motorcycle, you're gripping somebody with both hands, but you don't exactly, because of the thrill and the adrenaline, you don't know where their hands are all the time. Right. You know? And sometimes they're picking your pocket. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't even wearing a helmet. I, I shouldn't really talk about <laughs> here. But unfortunately, all my summaries that I work so hard on are, are just gone. And you know me. I don't have a good memory, so... Yeah. I'm afraid we're going to have to rely once again on our summary interns. So we got the summary from Brittany, but uh, since we talked about the book so extensively, you know exactly what it's going to sound like. So we decided to play you Brittany's summary at chipmunk speed. And here it is. A shorter summary of New Moon uh, begins Bella's senior year with an 18th birthday celebration at the Cohen's house. Bella lets herself opening a present and is attacked by Jasper, one of the newer vegetarian vampires. And Edward is torn that keeps putting Bella in danger. So he promises that he will be out of her life and has to tell her that he doesn't want to be with her to finally try to get on with her life. Um, Bella goes through like a painful depression, but she um, finds out that if she um, is reckless, she hears Edward's voice. So she continues thrill-seeking to try to be connected with him. So she renews her friendship with Jacob Black of the Lapush Indian Reservation. And they spend time rebuilding motorcycles to fuel these adventures. Bella discovers that Jacob has evolved into one of these wolves as boys in the Lapush Reservation become men to protect humans once they're in the presence of vampires. Here's miscommunications lead Edward to believe that Bella has taken her own life, and he tries to do the same. But Alice finds Bella, and they go travel to Italy to um, stop him from condemning himself, but they catch enough attention in the Italian vampire government, the Volturi, and promise that they will turn Bella into a vampire, or they will all be killed. So Bella travels back with Edward to Fort, and they are together. They both reconcile. The Cohen family votes that they will change Bella into a vampire, but um, Edward makes her choose that she must marry him if he is the one to change her. And that's pretty much the story. <laughs> the other thing that I did was I put out a call on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, and also on our Twitter account, and I asked our fans to send us summaries of New Moon in 10 words or less, and I'm going to read you a couple of the responses. And you guys have not seen these, right? Right. Yeah, that's correct. I, okay. I have no so knowledge. Let's start here. Amy sent us along a haiku on Facebook. She wrote, Sparkle, Sparkle Man... You just make me so upset. 
unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sparkle Sparkle Man. It sounds like, you know, like like a pop hook. <laughs> it does. Sparkle Sparkle Man, Sparkle Sparkle Man. Steven went ahead and summarized the book for us, but he went something like this. Vampires, werewolves, battle teen angst for 300 pages. Black. <laughs> Black. I especially like when people get there early and then use the last word for editorializing. <laughs> and then and then here are my next the last two I have are these are my two favorites. The first one is from uh, a fan named Jace and it went something like this. Abs 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 shoulders <laughs> pecs pecs abs 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 abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty clever, Jace. I, I like that a lot. And then this one was the first one I got back within like 30 seconds of the Twitter post. This is from Pam and she wrote this girl gets vampire girl loses vampire wolf girl gets vampire (laughs) (laughs) i think that that wolf played up exactly how important jacob was to the overall (laughs) (laughs) about 10 percent uh there you guys are that's our summer e-interns for the day thank you everybody for participating yeah and thanks for uh, throwing and accepting that challenge gauntlet uh, Twitterati and Facebook people. I was. Uh, I think in the future because we have the su- we have the summary of the book and it's basically the same for the movie. So I think I might try the ten word challenge again. Also, it seems people are much more uh, excited to send us a ten word written summary than a two minute audio summary. So perhaps yeah. we just need to keep lowering the bar for participation in the show. <laughs> Next week, eventually, send us, gonna... <laughs> send us a number between one and ten. <laughs> yeah, or just like, hey, thumbs up, thumbs down. You know? <laughs> hey, guys, blink twice if you can hear us. All right, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. We saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Let us be in compliment sandwich right we got to start spreading the you know spreading the fixings as it's your turn to start us out this week what do you have to say let me look over my notes <laughs> oh yeah i'm definitely taking this one before you guys do <laughs> can i um oh, I, I, I have a guess i'm not going to tell you so just in case but i have a guess okay the fake movie damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no i mean not damn it like absolutely this is definitely worthy of a compliment this is right. the best part so the fake movie that Mike and Bella and Jacob get to see is called Face Punch. All right. <laughs> also, though. Oh, well, she introduces it as though she's making up a bad answer, like Liz. Right. And it actually, it's Face Punch. <laughs> see that? Uh, face Punch. <laughs> Action movie. It's supposed to be good. They <laughs> called Face Punch. <laughs> the great thing is, though, I don't know if you guys caught this. There was a fake poster for it, though, in the background. Yes. And it said face punch. And then the tagline was, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> do we have the audio of what the movie is? I do here. I want to play you a clip of their dialogue. The voice you hear laughing here is my sister. Put your gun down. Or I'm going to blow your freaking head off. Both of you. Both of you guns down. I'm going to <laughs> and for some reason, good old Mike Newton just can't can't handle. He, he doesn't handle well, you know, the threats of violence, and so he, he gets sick, as we know from the book. Uh, two notes I want to make on this face punch thing. One is 
they went to see that over the currently popular romance that was called Love Spelled Backwards Equals Love, which is (laughs) anatomically incorrect and also very funny. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to say about this was I I read an article with an interview with the director about the decision for Face Punch, and he said they had a writer's meeting. It was one of the most fun things he did on the movie, (laughs) brainstorming ideas for a bad action film title. And they came up with 10 they loved, and nine of them actually were movies already. (laughs) (laughs) And Face Punch was the first one that they really liked that hadn't been taken yet. But it was something like, crazy action thriller is already a movie. (laughs) So they had to resort to Face Punch. (laughs) I forgot to take the notes, but they had other fake movie posters in the theater that were likewise brilliant. Yeah, I mean, they had they had one for like and like a buddy comedy or something that was just ridiculous. But one one of my things I also wanted to see, I, I think it was Gambling God and LSD, which I think sounds pretty alright. Yes, <laughs> Gambling God and LSD. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, maybe we'll see we'll catch the sequel when it's in theaters. Oh, see, and also the writers have more fun when they're not working from the source material. Take a <laughs> Meyer. Well, okay, so first, my, let's get some overarching opinions. Alice's new hair. Worse. That's worse. That's worse. specific, though. I said generic overarching opinions. Things that are different from the last movie. Everything's worse. Charlie's <laughs> mustache is shorter. I don't like it. <laughs> Calm down. Well, okay, so I guess then what we'll do, since this is what you want to talk about. No, first, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about all the looks of things first. We've been obsessing over Alice's hair in the first movie, and she had a new wig for this movie. Shaggier. And a little shaggier. A little darker. A little darker. It's not as highlighted. I still like it. Oh, I still like it. Yeah. But the other one was cuter. Yeah, marginally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But Jasper's Jasper had a better look this time, though. They... Jasper looks like a ridiculous, ridiculous person. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. So let's let's get this straight. I mean, like, none of the vampires look believable. They all look like they're just in clown school. They're wearing ridiculous pale makeup. I mean, like, okay, so Emmett, is that his name? The, the yeah. big brother? Oh. Yeah, buff guy. Yeah. <laughs> So he's kind of got an olive complexion, right? A bit of swarthiness going on. Tan skin, pale face. <laughs> it's, it's like he's still using his winter makeup in summer. You know, that's, that's, what, like. and that, that's what it looks like for everybody. They just look How ridiculous. And Edward, of course, is ridiculously pale from like the jawline up and then, you know, has like insane amounts of lip color going on. Because <laughs> that's a big part of Ed- Edward's problem, I think, too, is that he's wearing this really pale clown makeup and then has this bright red lip thing. Yeah. All of them have this like it looks like a magic eye picture, like the colors and the shapes on their contacts. They yeah. have this really <laughs> bright, ridiculous looking contacts. They're all so silly. Yeah. Do you think those were CG or no? No, I'm sure you can get ugly contacts. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> ugly brand contacts. Someone who I did think looked awesome, though, was uh, Dakota Fanning as the, the freaky uh, blonde girl of the bad vampires. Yeah. Well, not bad, just ruling, right? I mean, oh, right, right. Yeah, of, yeah. of the mind-controlling, wanna... pain-inducing, uh, ruling class vampires. However, yes. on the subject of things that are different in the movie, in the book, the over like the king of the vampires was a jolly fat man. And instead, he's a menacing thin man in this movie. Well, played by Michael Sheen, who's lovely, I think. He may be lovely, but I was really looking forward to a happy, chubby vampire. Yeah, they don't do chubby, I don't think. I think they, that's that's a vampire thing, like, no fatties. <laughs> <laughs> well, can vampires get fat? That's a great question. Well, they don't eat, so, you know. I, I'm going to guess no, but... What if they just suck down lots of fat people? 
I think it's a lean diet of blood only. I don't think they, it really matters. How <laughs> it's no carbs. Is that why it, it, it's Atkins? <laughs> Actually, to go back to Alice's hair before, we were slightly warned about the new hair, as you sent around an article about, or just to mention yeah. that she had a new yeah, wig, yeah. which the good side of that is that she was wearing a wig in both of them, uh, which means that I could force my girlfriend to wear, wear Alice's hair. Oh, I, I thought the good side would be that we could possibly buy that wig. That's what I'm saying, and I could... No, 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 as in that specific one. Ooh, the one that's touched her head. That might be gross. I don't think used wig is something I like. Uh, I would like to frame it. <laughs> <laughs> Other aesthetic things from this movie. I think Alice, she looks so much better without the pale makeup on, but she has... My sister leans over to me in the middle of the movie and goes, she has a really attractive nose job. Because <laughs> 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 she does have a cute little nose, and there's no way it's real. Yeah. But I mean, aesthetically, let's 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 get to the big guns. I mean, right? We got Edward and Jacob, and I think Jacob. You know, the big news is that he put on what thirty-five pounds of muscle to keep his job as Jacob. They were going to fire him and get somebody stronger and bigger, and so he decided, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna work out like a crazy person and probably juice. You know, he probably had the cream and the clear going on with the bow cut. I, but, I was meaning to say, Chris, actually, uh, Alex and I talked. You have to put on thirty-five pounds of muscle to keep your job. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, since you're not doing summaries anymore, I mean, really, your body shirtless is what we're after, so. Okay. Well, uh, if, if you want to, via, you know, SAG rules, like hire a nutritionist for me and a coach, um, uh, I'll do that for you. Well, specifically, I need you to put 30 pounds of muscle on just in the muscle between your shoulder and your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like you have wings that are trying to eat your head. <laughs> yeah, Jacob is ridiculously muscly. In a kind of a weird, creepy way. He also yeah. put on at least 10 pounds in his nose. <laughs> his nose looks like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> it's true. I think that tasty potatoes, though, on the whole. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, dude takes off his shirt a lot, and the other werewolves, of course, are shirtless. And Jacob, you know, some of them suffer compared to Jacob, because Jacob's supposed to be the hottie McBody. Uh, He's in- also got a swimming pool-sized divot in his chin. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. It's Olympic uh, regulated. I think also. <laughs> yeah, didn't you catch uh, with that HD? You could see Michael Phelps doing some laps. But that's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. What, what do you guys think about Edward? How did he look for you? Well, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Definitely, especially at the end of the movie when you've been looking at Jacob's like big strongness. You know, he gets in the frame, and it, once again, he's skinny emo boy, and he's been described as having like the Pilates body, like the lean muscle. But it was just pale and gross, and like shirtless. Like the worst thing about him in pancake makeup, like to be pale and gross, are his nipples. They, <laughs> they look super duper weird. I absolutely <laughs> noticed how freaky his nipples were. Although and, I think. Part of my problem was that I think that him and Jacob have their chests on backwards. Um, <laughs> How so? Okay, so so Jacob is a wolf man, and he's got the nair, clean-shaven chest. Yeah. And yeah. Edward is the pale, cold ice sculpture, and he's got these hairy nipples yeah. that peek out of – and he has a little bit of chest hair peeking out of his like third button. And uh, that's weird, right? Weird. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, and actually, I think that um, us staring at, uh, at the – wax magnificence of jacob for for really an hour i think because of that edward really suffered in the comparison of having just his his dusting of of dark hairs yeah absolutely i mean i should i should say i am not against clean shaven chess that doesn't bug me the way it bugs some people i just i think that it should have been the other way around i think they should have matched i mean let's let's just let's just bring our, our rationality into the into the picture here even though he's a wolf man, I mean, they explode in a fur that's a little different, you know, but he's Native American, not known to be a very, like, hairy people, and also... Wait, really? Uh, is that 
Do we know that? Is that a thing? Yeah, you always see pictures of like, you know, those clean shaven like chiefs and stuff. I don't know. But also he's 16, you know. <laughs> Were you, uh, I wasn't that hairy at 16. Uh, I'm just saying. Well, okay. But legitimately the actor is 17 and legitimately it did not look like a 16-year-old I don't have hair yet chest. It lo- it was very clearly shaven. No? Okay. I I didn't get that part, but you know, whatever. I wasn't staring that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but we're in agreement that Edward's nipples are crazy looking. Yes, yes. oh my god. Yes. <laughs> they all get on the same page there. The yeah. other thing is like he's got that like pasty makeup, so in the dark he looks just like mopey, disheveled, and faceless. And then when he's in the sunlight, it looks like a disco ball is exploding out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his weird octagonal shaped head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. The sparkles definitely make him look worse. Yeah. Yeah, I think they make everybody look worse. It's a terrible Here's the thing I don't get about sparkles though, right? Like he sparkles when the sun's not moving, when he's not moving, right? Like, he's just like in the sun, but the sparkles are moving. The sparkles are. <laughs> they have like different, like you know, uh, little like you know, LEDs, like you know, in like his pores that just like light up randomly. Yeah, it's it's not just reflecting sunlight. It's clearly something more entertaining. <laughs> it actually goes with the sound of the crowd, you know, or the music. So if you put him in a room with some thumping dance beats, it'd be like bow, bow, bow. <laughs> is he uh, like is he like the, the judge for like you know like a, a stand-up comedian uh, tournament? The applause like, meter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like sitting there, Matt. Uh, you got to go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and when when it's been over five minutes, his left eye gets really bright and red. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> times up. Times up. I would love to see a like a a mashup on the internet where some uh, where you take vampires from another vampire movie. Like maybe the guys from Lost Boys, they beat up Edward, tie him up, and hang him from the top, the ceiling of a disco. <laughs> they reflect the sun on his face, and they just dance and dance. Your lips are nettles, your tongue is wine. How did you guys guys enjoy the movie versus, say, the other movie, or versus the book? I have a great comment on that because before the movie started, one of the ushers came in and he said. I want to try to make this as enjoyable as possible, um, which I think acknowledges the fact that it was not going to be enjoyable. You know, it's like the it's sort of like what you say to like someone about like a funeral or something. Like, look, I want to make this whole process as enjoyable for you as possible. <laughs> no, it's a tough time. It's um, it's kind of like a doctor, you know, like, hey, I yeah, want to make this as painless as possible. You're gonna feel a little pinch. Yeah, right. <laughs> sit back. Here's some drugs. <laughs> Do what you can. Wow, what kind of movie theater were you at, Alex? <laughs> I told you it was a Cinnabar. Uh, I, I do think it was really a tough, basically an impossible thing to translate the books because they had to, they took 12 hours of books, which felt like about three years, <laughs> condensed that into a two-hour movie. I, uh, really a tough time for the for the people adapting it. So you're saying they skipped around, or I mean, like, what do you? Yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're, some of that tedium had to have gotten lost in the in the translation. <laughs> so you're saying just mathematically, it had to be a more enjoyable movie. Yeah, right. There's some condensing. Did you see like the the condensing? Uh, Bella's depression thing, which was just like a, a dizzy cam rotating around her. Yeah. For like <laughs> we yeah, just watched what, her devolve. The font was pretty cool because they, they displayed the font like, you know, on the screen like October yeah. and it did a circle yeah. and it came back and it was like November and it did a circle and December it came back and did a circle. But they, they managed to show like three different climates and I was really confused because I live in Washington and in winter <laughs> there's just one, right? <laughs> it's the it's one. gray and it rains and like, so October they managed to show like it was a bit nicer, maybe a little windy. November showed, like you're raking leaves. Yes, that's true. Because, but except there's a lot of evergreens. I didn't really understand why there were so many leaves. December came, there was snow. They caught the one snowy day. 
<laughs> December, right? It doesn't snow a lot here. So I was, I was, you know, as much as it was movie magic, it's just not accurate, proving once again that neither Stephanie Meyer nor the screenwriters have ever lived in Washington. Just for the the Washington state weather nerds, I just wanted to add that the one scene that was actually raining was clear that the people hadn't spent a lot of time in the area because it was raining buckets. It was like a thunderstorm rain, yeah. which we almost never get. What it should be is it should be drizzling the whole movie <laughs> as opposed to dry and cloudy and then buckets. It just doesn't – that's not how it works. Yeah, totally. I saw that and I was like, that's imposter rain. That is not my rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On the subject of condensing things, though, it was actually kind of the probably the most fun that I had the whole movie was watching things take less time than I remembered them in the book. So I'd be yes. like, oh, this is over already? Yes! This, <laughs> this is like a four-hour part. Awesome! No, this is like me in a high school musical. When it was clear that I had missed a commercial break, I got really excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got really excited to know, like, oh, wait, they're not going to do two to five scenes where they reveal that Jacob's a werewolf. It's just one. It just happens. She just goes oh. there, and all of a sudden, her buddy, his buddy's a werewolf, and he's a werewolf back, and she's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, that's... <laughs> it's kind of like... He just turns into a werewolf in front of her, and I'm like, oh, that made that easier. Thank God. So so, <laughs> so now you know. Yeah. Like, How'd you know? How did you guess? Like, really? <laughs> Dude, like, you didn't just... He phased on the fly. That's how I knew. <laughs> Yeah, I was so happy also when like we got to Italy and and uh, Edward got beat up and and uh, the not old guy touched Alice and we're like, oh my god, I'm almost done. I'm almost <laughs> done with the movie. <laughs> Wait, maybe I was just in a coma, but did Edward get beat up in the book? Because uh, I felt like that fight scene was added. Like I don't feel like there was a fight scene. I thought there was like oh, you don't no, you're right. you that, don't no, like they're like ooh good. or we'll just eat Bella and then Edward's like no and he's like gets all threatening and they're like ah we don't really want to get in a fight with you because we like you and we'll kill you right you know so so they let him go and yeah. instead this is like he gets his ass kicked which was so much fun like he hit the stone floor so hard that he cracked there was this great he's little effect cr- where his cheek cracked yeah cracked everything it was kind of sad yeah. actually yeah I was sad for for the Italian marble too but they've got more money than you know King Solomon himself so you know <laughs> so so that I mean that seems like a, a pretty glowing review then if you take a scene that used to be four hours you cut it down to 25 seconds and you added a fight scene yeah I can handle that yeah you're making this better formula time um speaking about crappy boring well not crappy boring things um but what the fuck things the floating uh head of edward yes. uh to to warn bella i'm I, not sure that was an improvement <laughs> i mean this happens to us almost every time we watch a movie that we've read the book for is even though we hated the book we still get upset when they change things yeah uh, but uh, this so this is one of those things that they changed instead of just her hearing edward's voice she sees this like wispy mirrory looking version of him which of course is a is a bad decision by the directors because it means more screen time for Pattinson. <laughs> Most of the time it was creepy and awful, except when she was underwater and you saw like Edward's little like the image of Ed- Edward next to her underwater and Victoria's coming and Jacob pulls Bella out of the shot and Edward's little form like becomes like uh, watery, I guess, and just kind of like dis- dissolves and it it was a cool looking little special effect I thought. I'm glad you mentioned that scene because I think that was one of the directors biggest mistakes as in uh, not letting her drown <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i uh oh we were supposed to pull her out of the tank did someone pull out 
<laughs> Someone was supposed to pull Bella out of the tank. Guys. First aid? We have first aid? <laughs> and then you just do a, a weekend at Bernie's for the rest of the movie and no one ever <laughs> the No, actually, I think it was a big mistake by the director, not only in letting Bella's actress not drown, but also just a great missed opportunity for something hilarious to happen, which is when she was underwater and she saw Edward, he should have been wearing little floaties on his arms. <laughs> and, like, like a no- his nose should be plugged and he should have been just, like, paddling in the water. Yeah. Treading water. That would have been great. I, I do want to spend some time a little bit with the Volturi. Please. Just because I, I have a little game uh, for us about the Volturi. Oh, um, awesome. So, so when uh, when they go and and meet the the head honcho played is Arrow, who's already annoying in the book. He was ridiculously delighted by everything, and he's played. <laughs> he was chubby. He was chubby, and now he's played <laughs> by Michael Sheen, who I loved in the in the Queen. He was great as Tony Blair. He's been in some other stuff that I've liked, and he was he was wonderful in his little annoying way. Um, what he did was whenever he found something he liked, in this case, he was fascinated by Bella's, you know, unresponsiveness to vampire powers, but he couldn't mm-hmm. figure out that Alice could read her future and Jasper could affect her mood. Right. Um, but anyway, um, he's just like, oh, what is this? What is this thing that, 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 I don't know. I can't, I can't do this. You know, Jane can try. I don't, oh, she can't do it either. And he was just <laughs> very, you know, delighted. I want to see him. Uh, the game I want to play with you is what is Arrow describing? <laughs> so each pick a thing. And uh, and you know and try and describe it like Michael Sheen's character, and if you guys can guess what it is, then you get a point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you uh, prepared to go first? Or actually, uh, yeah, I'm absolutely prepared to go first. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's do it. So uh, so yeah, Arrow is presented with an object. Ooh, what is this thing? I, I, it looks like it's a head on a stick, and oh, it bends, it bends. Oh, a piece of candy. Oh, it's a piece of candy. Oh, wait, I can put it back down. Oh man, it pops up. Oh, oh look at his little nose, and I pop it back. Oh, a piece of candy. Oh, delightful. Did it, did... Yes. Is it a Pez dispenser? Ding, ding, ding. You yeah. Got I wanted to see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> also, he has all, he knows all the thoughts that Pez dispenser has ever had, which is pretty incredible. Oh, oh, oh! Look at this thing you've brought me. Oh, it's so great. It's it's beautiful. It's like it's like a house. It's like a house that's much bigger, but also is very small. Oh, it's great. I can push it over. Oh, I can make kids really sad. Oh, this is so much fun. I love. Uh oh, uh oh. Prepare. The weather is coming. Keep the weather away. We need to dig, dig. Is it sandcastle? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> As- oh, oh. What is this? What is this? Oh, it's it's cold to the touch. Edward Dildo. In that Time article, one of the things it said was about the decision for Pattinson, and they they said the original director, she had a couple of guys come out and do a bunch of scenes with Kristen Stewart, and his, his quote was like, he did the scene as if he was regretting a million different things at the same time. <laughs> and that's exactly, I think, what it is that I hate about him. I thought about the the acting techniques, actually, the three the three main characters, right? And when, whenever, like, whenever Bella doesn't know what to do, right, like, the actress just blinks. Yeah. And um, whenever, you know, Jacob doesn't know how he sh- should act in the scene, he, he just, like, you know, tries to blind people with his smile. Yeah, yeah, his smile is super-duper white, huh? Yeah, no, it's, it's impressive. 
but whenever uh, you know Edward doesn't know what to do in the scene, he gets a rectal exam from off camera. Really, it's, it's it's method acting. And no, they do not just hold it there for the last thirty seconds. That does not happen. <laughs> By the way, I have this. Uh, so you you guys clearly remember whenever Jacob's doing anything in the uh, book, there's all of these entendres. Yeah, and then. Right. The ultimate entendre happens when Bella gets on the motorcycle. Right. It it look it, when it when she's riding it, it does not look like she's riding a motorcycle. It looks like she's riding a mechanical bull. It's going up and mm-hmm. down and she's just kind of yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just to clarify, you started to say it didn't look like a motorcycle and I thought you meant sex. But for you, sex looks like a mechanical bull. Well, I mean, when you're a mechanical cow, then, yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, though, that did lead to one of my favorite things that's happened in, in the two movies combined. The motorcycle crash um, is much better than when she gets beaten up at the end of the first movie because she flies yeah, that was... and slams into a rock. The rock yeah. wasn't necessary, and that was awesome. <laughs> the rock was like rubbed with hepatitis beforehand, also. Yeah, A, B, and C. So <laughs> the alphabet of hepatitis. She got all of it. Yeah, word. Appetize alphabet soup. Yeah. Also, hey, um, you know, Harry Clearwater was was in the movie way more than in the book. Um, he's Charlie's friend and he's hunting and fishing oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, Harry Clearwater. He, has, he had a couple of good lines like, we don't have to go fishing today. And he's like, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> and, like, you know, he tells Bella, like, don't worry, my kung fu is strong when he's talking yeah, about yeah, it yeah. there. And, like, that was pretty good. And right. wasn't, the, wasn't the scene with uh, – where Victoria, like, you know, pounces down on him, is going to strangle him, and then the wolf yeah. comes. Like, I don't remember that being in the book. Was that in the book? No, no, no. so in, in the book, he was killed by uh, heart disease. In the movie, he was killed by vampires, werewolves, and heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for another read it and weep lightning bonus round. I'm going to go first. We just mentioned – we mentioned Harry Clearwater a second ago, and uh, what happens is they have to go hunting for the wolves, and so Chief Swan brings Harry along, but Harry, being Native American, secretly knows that the wolves are his kids, and so he can't hunt them. So they show them hunting, and Harry is hanging back and, like, covering up wolf tracks, and it was like Harry was sandbagging their hunting. (laughs) Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. So uh, there's this great part. So as we all know, Taylor Lautner is not actually Native American. He's French. And his French heritage shows through because instead of just jumping up to Bella's window, he does a little parkour. Parkour up to the window. uh, He (laughs) parkour up to the window. And so he does like three jumps and like a turn and something like that. And, uh, you know, uh, Tanya and I were both like when he was doing that yelling parkour, parkour. (laughs) Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. We're going to go three in a row sports references. So when uh, Bella is not allowed to see Jacob for a while because he's turned into a wolf and and so Jacob's handicapped father is trying to keep Bella away and Bella finally comes to the door and says, I need to see Jacob. And the guy in the wheelchair says, he's not here. And so Bella jukes the handicapped guy. (laughs) She she just does this great like little cut left, fake right, keep running and goes right by him. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be so good at sports if there was just handicapped people in front of me. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Actually, uh, Chris, I do want to say, while Taylor Lautner is French, Dutch, and German, uh, he is also Native American. He's a grab bag. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in that theater wanted to grab his bag. 
they made this kind of great effect you know uh they try to simulate with crappy special effects vampire superpowers like speed and so what they do is they have kind of slow motion and show the vampire actors jogging which is great um but then also uh what they do is whenever they like appear one place and uh or they're one place and then they use their super speed to appear in another place there's this little huh sound that's like <laughs> right with every time they go it's just like it's like somebody got an email in windows 7 it's like huh and that's <laughs> kind of what it is oh you have vampire that's all <laughs> lightning bonus round lightning, lightning bonus, bonus round. round hey chris i want your you to contribute very quickly on this i liked the way all of the Collins were dressed, including Papa Cullen, who wears scarves indoors, even though they don't get cold. Please comment. Uh, yeah, I thought that the, especially Dr. Cullens, I, I also saw that. He wore a lot of sweater-scarf combo, and the best thing about it is when you're layering, it's easy to look bulky, and he really did it with some, some well-fitting clothes, so it didn't look bulky. Everything kind of layered really well. I like the clothes. Jasper's clothes, I really super liked. Emmett's clothes always look the same. They're just kind of sport douche. <laughs> <laughs> he shops in the sport douche section of target that's where he goes <laughs> men boys sport douche <laughs> <laughs> jacob's clothes were okay i mean again I, I denim shorts are not my favorite um you know it kind of looked like you had a whole troop of never nudes uh from the rest of the <laughs> the they're like i am naked no <laughs> i will say hairstyles suffered alice's wig and uh rosalie's wig both looked terrible. I completely disagree with that. I, I agree that her first wig was better, but Alice is still totally cute. I think her hair is oh, still totally cute. Oh, she's totally cute. But, I, think, you know. I think her hair, you, you said you didn't like her hair at all, and I think it was still good. Yeah, I guess I was getting a little catty, but I still like it. I, okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Let's put a let's let's put a compliment sandwich on this, and then uh, and then put a toothpick in it, and it's done. Uh, let's go reverse order. So Alex. was that me first? Yeah, no, no, so no, 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 because it uh, as is came into yours, and then me. Right? Oh right, yeah. Chris, you're first. We're going back. Okay. So yeah, my 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 other compliment is uh, just that I, I think it was a, a screenwriting choice slash directorial choice. I don't really know, you know, what happened there, but they decided to really illustrate how Bella's human friends care for her um at, at lunch when she comes back into the fold mike newton you know decided he's like oh yeah you're back talking eating yeah that's good gotta get a, gotta get a little protein in there <laughs> you know what else has protein guys oh goodness uh, oh, is, uh egg whites it, um lentils uh, uh yeah uh, uh kidney beans <laughs> uh slices of bread actually have a little bit of protein semen yeah. Yeah, that was the one I was <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Take that, Chris. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, he decides to look after well-being because Kristen Stewart does look a little too skinny from her other movies, you know? And so he notices that, especially she's been kind of fading away, and he decides, you know what she needs? She needs a burger and a hug. And that's... <laughs> My compliment. I So there's... This is this exists in the book, but I never really pictured it as well as it happened in the movie. Uh, Bella wakes up from nightmares screaming. Yeah, and uh, she 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 goes for it in the movie. She yeah. does she does screams like you'd expect from a zombie movie or something. Like you would re- like actual like terrified screams, and I got a, an immense amount of pleasure from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk about the 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 ending because I think that was a great fix. Um, 
for me because in the in the book there's kind of an anticlimactic thing of just like a uh well maybe i'll change you into vampire you know in a little bit and she'll be like well all right but in the movie it was um edward says bella I, i'll change you into vampire but i gotta ask you one thing first will you marry me cut to black <laughs> yeah no she no she, no well importantly she goes huh? and then <gasps> right yeah and then I, and every single girl in the audience was like, oh, and when the credits rolled, they were so pissed. I loved that. <laughs> and we are done. We, we can we can wipe that twilight stench off finally. Woo. Yeah. I'm going to go shower for the next week. <laughs> okay, so uh, before I go, we got some news. So... We're going to take next week off. This is our first vacation in 22 weeks. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're doing pretty good, I think. We're still working pretty hard. We're not... We're no Bush administration. Bazing! Oh! Timely. Uh, when we come back, two weeks from today, we're going to be talking about the first, third, or maybe even the first half, if we can get the, a good abridged version, of Sarah Palin's Going Rogue. This is our first foray into nonfiction. We'll see how it goes. Uh, importantly, we are not really big politically active. Uh, it's not our thing, I don't think, as a group. Yeah. It's going to be weird. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but we're going to do that. So, uh, but it's going to be a grand adventure full of yeah. inane I think, I think my goal of this is to make fun of stupidity more than anything else, and you know, particularly the political one way or the other. I, 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 yeah, I'm against stupid and bad writing. I don't really care much about the political stuff. Uh, with that in mind, we would advise, from what I've heard anyway, that you should under no circumstances read or listen to this book. But if you're going to, you can get it for free from Audible, uh, because Audible is helping us out with this now. So Audible's letting our listeners get one book for free. So go to audiblepodcast.com. That's one podcast. Audiblepodcast.com slash weep, And they will give you a free book for signing up for membership. And you get to keep that book even if you cancel. So you can get... Sarah Palin's Going Rogue anytime after the 24th of November for free. So try that out and uh, listen to the book and then you can listen to us rip on it. So that's that's it. That's the calendar for the next couple weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and all of our other episodes. Uh, thanks for sticking in there with all the Twilight nonsense. Uh, on behalf of Chris and Ezra, guys, thanks for coming to the show. Yeah, our pleasure. My name is Alex and uh, we'll see you again very soon on Read It Weep. Goodbye. If you want to be with me, that's right there. Have thoughts on this episode, the podcast in general, or on New Moon the movie? Let us know. Send us an email podcasts at readweep.com.